0: I'm Cody Goff and I'm Ashley Hamer. We've got three stories from curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes.
1: Today, we'll talk about a smartwatch that turns your whole arm into a touchscreen, some surprising science around air travel and how Ariana Huffington's bedtime routine can give you a stress-free day.
0: Let's satisfy some curiosity. All right, Ashley, what's the biggest problem with smartwatches?
1: You're supposed to do everything that your smartphone does, but they're super tiny.
0: Right. Well, researchers at Carnegie Mellon's Future Interfaces group have a prototype to fix that. What is it? It's called SkinTrack, and it turns your wrist into a touchscreen. It uses sensors mounted on the side, and you wear a ring on your opposite hand, and that's all it takes for the watch to detect exactly where you're swiping and pressing and gesturing.
1: Wait, so what's... What's on your skin? Nothing's on your skin? Nothing's on your skin. You just touch random places and then what happens? Right.
0: So it basically lets you drag apps around your arm. So you can tap anywhere and open the app, which means you can put Spotify in your elbow. You can put your fitness tracker on your mid forearm. And of course, you can put the Curiosity app on your wrist. That's right. Right where it's available. That's great. Of course. (laughs) Then they have another prototype called the Aura Sense. It doesn't even need a ring because it can detect the electromagnetic fields that surround your fingers, but it's not as precise because you don't really generate a very powerful electromagnetic field, typically. Oh, we're living in the future. Future technology. So exciting. Next stop, flying cars. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Speaking of flying cars, Cody, do you know which direction the Earth rotates? Ooh, uh, east? That's right. The Earth rotates east. So doesn't it make sense that if you were flying west you would actually get to your location faster than if you were flying east?
0: Right, because the Earth is moving east and if you're flying west you're going against it. Yeah, it's so, kind of
1: flying under you. It's giving
0: you a little boost. But
1: that's not the case. It's actually faster to fly east.
0: So that doesn't make any sense.
1: We were wondering that too. So Curiosity researched this and we found out that It's because the air moves with the earth, which is kind of obvious when you think about it. But the atmosphere is also rotating. So when you fly in the air, you're not just free of the earth. You're still in the atmosphere. Right. So say the earth rotates at like a thousand miles per hour east. All right. So you've got a plane that's flying about 600 miles per hour west. Well, it's still flying a thousand miles per hour east because so is the air. It's just flying 600 miles per hour slower east. So it's getting to its destination eventually.
0: Wow. Yeah. It's easy to forget that we are all on a giant rock hurtling thousands of miles an hour through space. It is until you get up in the air and you realize that you got to think about that stuff. So why is it faster to fly east?
1: That's how the air is moving. So the air is helping you along. You're not having to fight it. Got it. But there's also another element at play, and that is the jet stream. What
0: is a jet stream? So
1: the jet stream is a tunnel-like air current in the atmosphere where hot and cold air meet.
0: You've probably heard weather people talk about this. Yeah, it makes like hurricanes and stuff.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So the Earth's rotation pushes that into like swirling patterns, which is where you get hurricanes and stuff like that. And in the Northern Hemisphere, where we live the jet stream flows east about 80 to 140 miles per hour. So it's really helping those east traveling planes along. Something I want to think about before bed, perhaps. What a segue. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Do you have a bedtime routine and does it help you get ready for the next day?
1: I do have a bedtime routine. It absolutely does not help me get ready for the next day.
0: That's that's really unfortunate. <laughs> well, we've written about the importance of sleep on curiosity.com. And today we've got an article looking at the bedtime routine of Ariana Huffington, who I don't know if you know this. She collapsed from exhaustion in 2007. Oh, God. Yeah. And then made it her personal mission to educate people on the importance of sleep. She's got five rules of sleep in her own words Number 1 is sleep is a fundamental and non-negotiable human need. Number 2, exhaustion is a sign of chaos, not a badge of honor. So the whole only got 4 hours of sleep last night. Like that's not cool anymore. Number 3, a bedroom should be an oasis, a beautiful escape from the day. Number four, usher your mobile device out of the bedroom before you go to bed. Oh
1: my gosh. That's so important. We have so many articles
0: about this. And her fifth rule is when you walk through your bedroom door, leave unfinished business behind. That's good. And she has a physical way of doing that, basically. In the Telegraph, she wrote a column about her bedtime routine. She cleans her face with specific products, then turns off all her devices and quote unquote gently escorts them out of the bedroom. <laughs> then she takes a bath next to a lit candle and then changes into her sleep-only clothes. But then finally, she'll review the things she's grateful for that day so that, quote, my blessings, not my worries, get the closing scene of the night, unquote.
1: You know, we have another article about how you can get a better night's sleep by doing the opposite of that. So it's really whatever is good for you, but you can try writing your to-do list for the next day. And there have been studies showing that that helps people get to sleep faster and sleep more soundly. Right. So
0: writing anything, really. Yeah. Hopefully not the things you don't want to have nightmares about, because if that's the last thing you think about, that's no good.
1: (laughs) Just like not monsters. Not monsters. Then you just dream about monsters.
0: Right. But writing what you need to do will organize it in your head or writing what you're grateful for will just end on a happy note. So yeah. yeah, get that pen and paper, pull a little notepad there. Absolutely. And you can read more about her advice and all of these stories and so much more on curiosity.com. She's also published a few books, including one called The Sleep Revolution, if you want to deep dive in her advice on sleep.
1: Join us again tomorrow for the curiosity digest and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer
0: and I'm Cody Goff.
1: Stay curious
0: on the Westwood one podcast network.